0: Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name's Tom Short and I'm so glad to have you along today. We get into the Word of God each and every morning, allow it to affect our lives. We pray over it, we meditate on it, we think about it, the implications of it in our life. I hope you'll join me every day because we believe we don't want to let the Word of God just have a little effect in our lives. We want to let it affect all of our lives. So, so glad to have you along. Today I've been talking, this week I've been talking About this is the, I turned 65, and to hear a lot of people, they'd say, Tom, it's time to retire. I even had a text sent to me from a respected pastor yesterday, I think he was joking, saying, Tom, now you can retire. And so I'd like to talk about that concept, retirement. Is it something I should do? Is it something you should do? You know, it's... at. I don't know the things I see on TV. There's a lot of advertisements about it. You watch sports programs. There's a lot of advertisements about preparing for retirement. Young people are encouraged, you know, to start setting aside money for retirement from the, even some people before you go to college, certainly once you get your real job, be setting aside money for retirement. It's all looking forward to that time as if it is an assumed goal an assumed marker, an assumed place of that every one of us should be heading for. And so I'd like to think, you know this idea of working hard for 40 years or so. And then in our golden years, our senior citizen years, our seasoned citizen years, is that the time to relax, travel, enjoy the go fishing, go golfing, never have to get up? is that how we should be living our lives? Now, what I'm about to say is not meant to be any judgment upon anyone who has retired. I used to think no one should ever retire ever. We just work. But now that I've gotten about this age, and I will say I'm looking at things a bit differently. And so I want to talk about why might a person retire, and some of you have retired, and some of you are considering it and even if you're younger and looking forward to it so what are some reasons to retire number one you don't like your job you know there's a lot of jobs out there that are hard jobs to have they really are hard jobs they're exhausting they're tough on the body they're tough on the mind they're extremely stressful not not that they push you they're extremely stressful there's some people they don't like their job, they hate their job, they can't wait to get out of their job. And while if that's you, I would encourage you in the midst of it to trust God for the, with the best attitude you can possibly have and to see this as working as unto the Lord, that could be a reason to retire. And maybe your your, your job has really taken a lot out of you and you have earned the right, shall we say, now that you have worked hard, given your best, you've earned the right to have some other priorities. You've earned the right to take a break. You've earned the right to, to enjoy those years. That might be a reason to retire. Some people retire because they're no longer able to perform their job. If your job is highly physical and you're getting older, you might not be able to do the job anymore. Your job may have requ- mental requirements that as you get older, your mind's just not quite the same. I know with me, these are, now, number one, I love my job. I love preaching the word. Number two, I've, uh, out on the campus, it takes a lot out of you physically, and it's a hard thing to do, and it's tiring, physically tiring. I've said before, it's spiritually energizing, physically tiring, and uh, I'm aware that when I'm out there and being grilled by students, I can't afford to say, I, I can't remember or I forget. No, I, I've got to have a sharp, sharp mind for that. But, some, but maybe you're in a position, maybe you're in a job, and, and physical decline or mental decline or some just even just age, you're not able to perform the job like you once could. That might be a, re- a reason to retire, a legitimate reason to retire. Maybe you need to make room for others. One of the most celebrated retirements of this past few months has been Coach Krzyzewski of Duke University, and I haven't followed his story completely, but you know, the guy's 80-some years old now, maybe the greatest coach of all time for college sports, but somewhere along the line, he's realizing he needs to make room for someone to fill his shoes. He needs to make room for someone else, a younger man, to step up. I know as uh, pastors of churches, sometimes it means sometimes there needs to be stepping aside so someone with more energy, more, more enthusiasm now, in, as youthful enthusiasm, needs to ha- be able to step in and, and do a better job because there's only one role or one spot available for that church. That might be a reason to retire, to make room for a younger person to fill those roles and to step into that. Maybe health issues. I touched on this earlier, but maybe health issues... Are more than just you can't do your job. Well, maybe health issues, you can't function well. Maybe you're maybe you have significant issues that are requiring you to, you don't have the energy, you don't have the strength, you don't have the, you know, you've got to go to the doctor a lot more, you've got to be getting treatments. Maybe health issues is a reason a person might retire. Maybe a person would choose to retire because it's time to really think of other priorities. I never. As I've gotten a little bit older, I've looked at death differently. I suppose when I was younger, I just didn't have very many people my age dying. And more and more now, you know, you read about people dying my age or near my age or, you know, the people that once seemed to be strong, healthy, and fine health. And you read in the newspaper dying or or friends dying, uh, the body does break down every person has help, has, will die. And maybe a person would choose to retire because they say, you know, I've given my life so far, my priority has had to be working and showing up at work every day. Maybe there's some other priorities as you're getting older and you're considering the legacy you want to leave behind. Maybe the time you'd want to spend with kids, grandkids in community. Maybe there's There's other things that you want to do in life that you feel called to do with family or in your community or in your church or in a mission or something like this. And you now have the financial means and you say, I want to make some changes. I've had to do what I've done. I've done it with a good attitude. I've worked hard up to this point. But in the remaining years of my life, and we begin to realize we don't have as many as we once thought we did. We say, maybe you have some different priorities that you want to exercise and that's fine. That's fine. Maybe just your job demanded too much of you. Hey, let's face it. Some jobs, some jobs demand our life. Some jobs, they, they take so much from us. Some jobs we, you know, you give yourself to it and at the end of the time, you know, they, they retire you or they send you on or they let you go. And the truth is, it sucked the life right out of you. Some jobs are like that. These could all be reasons that a person would say, hey, I've reached this age. I'm going to retire. I'm not going to keep doing this. I'm going to have different priorities. I'm going to live a different life. I'm going to pursue different things. I don't need to keep getting up each day and going to work. I'd rather not. And if that's the case, that's the decision someone makes. I look at my own life, and I realize most of those don't apply to me. I love what God's called me to do. I can still do it fairly well. I don't need to make room for others. There's a big field out there. The harvest is plentiful, the workers are few. There's plenty of room for others. I don't have health issues as of now. Um, do other priorities as I approach death. That's something I've thought a lot about. I've spent much of the my adult life living on the road as an itinerant minister, as our family is growing now, our extended family. Roz and I talk a lot about wanting to spend time with our grandchildren as, in, at this stage in life. Did my job demand too much of me? I feel I had a calling from God. I have a calling, and that calling is still intact. So if you're wondering if I have a big announcement, my announcement is I'm not retiring, if you were wondering. I'm not retiring. You skeptics out there, you, you uh, anti-Christian people who don't want me on your campus, sorry to disappoint you. I'm still at it. Why? When you have a calling, you can retire from a job, but can you retire from a calling? Now, God might lead a person into a different calling at different stages of life. There's no doubt about that, but can you retire from a calling? I'd like to suggest you really shouldn't. Our verse for today I want to share is Acts 20, verse 24, where Paul says this, but I do not consider my life of any account, as dear to myself in order that I may finish my course and the ministry, which I have received from the Lord Jesus to testify solemnly of the gospel of the grace of God. Paul was on his way to Jerusalem. He knew there he'd be mistreated. He knew there he'd be arrested. He knew there he'd, he was facing sure persecution. The elders here in Ephesus were urging him, don't go. You're, you're headed for trouble. Avoid it. Come on, Paul, we need you. Don't go there. And he realized that maybe his very life was in danger. But he, to him, more than safety or security, his goal was to finish the course God had given him. To him, it was more important to do that than just to arrive safely at death. And can I say to you, my friends, our goal in life, is far greater than just to arrive safely and comfortably to our deathbed. No, we've got a higher goal than that. We're kingdom builders. We're we're the light of the world. We're the salt of the earth. We're ones in whom the Son of God, the Spirit of God, has come to dwell. God is building his church. Jesus is building his church, and he's using you and I to do it. And so I want to encourage you that if you are, if you have, shall we say, retired from secular employment, let me encourage you to really stop and think, what is your calling at this stage? What is your calling at this point in your life? Perhaps your calling is to to pour into your family and children, especially if maybe that was neglected during your working years. Maybe your calling is to volunteer at your church, Maybe ask your pastor, is there anything I can do? You might bring a wealth of experience. You might be able to mentor a younger person. You might be able to disciple someone, if you will. You might be able to do some things in mission trips. Maybe, maybe you have the means now. You might be surprised you take a short-term mission trip, what God might do in your life. Maybe you take a short, you don't have to go overseas for a short-term mission trip. Maybe come spend a short-term mission trip with Tom Shorts sometime on a campus where I'm at. Spend two or three days with me. See what it's like. Maybe God can touch your life. Maybe God can direct you into a fresh calling in your golden years. Because, never, because even if you have stepped aside from your full-time employment, folks, we always have something to give. You're, God may be redirecting your life, but never think you're washed up. Never think you're over the hill. Never think it's too late. God is still giving you breath, and God still has things for you to do. I believe that about me. I believe that I want to be like Paul when he says in Paul says in second Second Timothy chapter four, he says, For I'm already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure has come. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the course. I have kept the faith. In the future, there's laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord will award to me on that day, and not only me, but also to all who have loved his appearing. That's the finish line, folks. The finish line isn't when you reach a certain age. The finish line isn't when you retire. The finish line, we have a course to run, a a fight to fight, A, a, a fight to fight, a course to run, a faith to keep. And some of you seasoned saints still have much to add. So wherever you're at, still working, retired from your job, and looking for a fresh calling of God in your life, make sure that you're still seeking God. What is your calling? Now, by the way, our calling is that we're followers of Jesus. We're called first and foremost to follow Jesus. And so in these years of your life, make sure you're doing that. And as you do say, Father, I've worked so hard, what do I have to give now? What do I have to serve? What wisdom do I have to pass on? What understanding, what perspective, what skills have you given me? We want you to stay involved. And I wanna stay involved, whether on campus, or maybe online, the, digital ter- the, the, the turf seems to be changing in the world. Now the turf, we're on the turf right now, the digital turf. And we take it to their turf. Whatever it is, we, we're not, we're, you and I are going to make a difference. And maybe our best days still lie ahead. I believe that. Father in heaven, we thank you and bless you for the life you've given us. Thank you, Lord. I, I want to thank you for me personally. I want to thank you that how you called me as a young man and you've used me. Lord, the, the best years of my life, the years I had the most energy and strength, you have used me as a, one to proclaim your word, advance your kingdom, preach your word on campuses all over America and, and throughout the world. I want to thank you for that. I do believe, Lord, that my my wisest days, the days that I have the most insight, most wisdom, best experiences, still I had. I, Lord, I want to thank you for this. And I want to thank you for all those who are watching and involved right with us, right this minute, that, Maybe some of what we do has had to change due to health, strength, whatever our situation. But I thank you, Lord, you've given us great wisdom. And I thank you, Lord, for the people on this live stream who I believe have at a place in life where they have, still have much, much, much to add. So we follow Jesus. We listen to your calling. We look for opportunities. Lord, if you close one door, we believe you'll open another. And Lord, we, I pray for each one of us here to have eyes open, to say, Father, where can you use me? Where can I contribute? Where can I build? Who can I encourage? Who can I strengthen? Who could I share with? Who could I teach with? I pray, Father, that our future years, however many they may be, we don't know, tomorrow's not guaranteed, but however many more you give us, Lord, I pray for each one of us, they would be best used for your kingdom. Help us know our priorities with family, with health, with the needed exercise, with our church, with our community, wherever it is, Lord. Give us your wisdom and direct our steps, we pray. Take this very day. We don't want to just look at the years from now. I pray this day right under our nose, this day would be used for your glory. In Jesus' name I ask it. Amen, amen, and amen. Hey, thanks for joining me. I hope you come every day. We're here every day, 8.30 a.m. You can come live. If you do and you have prayer requests or needs, make sure and join the chat. Uh, I always enjoy reading it and see who's here and and seeing how people share with one another. I find it awesome. If you watch later on, hit that like button and uh, make sure you subscribe. Hit the notifies. Join us every day or listen to the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. Just search for Tom the Preacher. The Word of God is powerful. It's more powerful, it's even more powerful if you're getting it every day, feeding your soul every day than if you just do it periodically. Consistency, discipline, commitment, that's what makes a mighty man or woman of God. So be here with me every day. So until we meet tomorrow, God bless you, strengthen you, fill you with his joy, make his face shine upon you and radiate that to everyone you come in contact with. God bless you, we'll see you tomorrow, bye-bye.